Coming up on BYU Football with Kalani Sitake, the Cougars bounce back from their first setback with a home win over Wyoming. And now it's Utah State on the Thursday night slate. We've got Kalani and offensive lineman Harris Lachance to talk about it next on BYU TV. This is BYU Football with Kalani Sitake, presented by Intermountain Healthcare. And now, your host, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, good evening once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back inside Studio C at the BYU Broadcasting Building right here in Provo, Utah, for our Week 5 installment already of BYU Football with Kalani Sitake. Thanks for joining us live or on demand via the BYU TV app and the BYU Radio app as well. For those watching on a laptop or a phone or on the big screen at home, we invite you to be an active viewer by taking part in our Insta polls via the Opine app. Get the app and then open it on your phone, then watch the side of the screen for poll questions throughout tonight's program. And as always, our social media hashtag is hashtag Sitake Show. Coming up on tonight's broadcast, we will look back on Saturday's win over Wyoming. We'll go inside the film room with Jerem Jordan and wide receiver Keanu Hill after his big night. Deep Blue profiles former defensive lineman and current coaching staffer Jan Jorgensen. Offensive lineman Harris Lachance will be our live studio guest. We'll answer social media questions in our Q&A segment with Coach Kalani and Harris. We'll look ahead to BYU and Utah State, of course, plus get a live look at the Cougs uniform combination coming up this weekend. Let's get the show rolling by bringing in a native of Nuku Alofa Tonga, a later resident of Hawaii and Missouri before making Utah his home. Of course, he's the head coach of the Cougars. He's Kalani Sitake. And our lay girl again Thank you. is Hazel Heimuli. And uh, this week's lays are royal blue and white kukui nut lays. The kukui nut is a symbol of luck. There we go. You never have too much of that. Yeah, so you have 10 lays on right now. <laughs> the lays provided by Lays for Days. Appreciate them every week. All right, good to see you back. And uh, wow, you had your first chance uh, as a team uh, to rebound last week. You don't, don't want to have too many bounce back opportunities, but you had your first one. I thought you guys handled it well. How do you think? Yeah, I thought the guys played well. I mean, it didn't start the way we wanted it to. You know, I think we could have done um, some things differently on offense and, and defense. But um, for the most part, the guys played hard. The effort and the energy was there. And it was just good to be back home uh, to get a win. So um, looking forward to being home again for a back-to-back -back game. Here we are talking about how you bounced back, but that game is already, you know, three or four days old, and you've got a game in two days. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're preparing yeah. for 48 hours from now. Quick turnaround, and I, I, I mean, I, I like these games, so, you know, looking forward to um, getting back on it and having our guys. I mean, we get some guys back on the field that didn't play last week and, and um, some opportunities for our players to make, make big plays. I mean, we, we know Utah State's going to be ready. Blake Anderson's a good coach. He'll have those guys ready for the rivalry game, and we don't know how many more of these we're going to have. So yeah. we got to take every advantage to, to, to make it work, too, for our, in our favor. And you haven't had too many Thursday night game preps before since you've been the head coach, only your third Thursday night game, a lot of Fridays. Yeah. But uh, how has how, the team handled the Thursday prep to this point? Yeah, I think they've handled it really well, and, and it helps to just work um, collaborating with everybody, you know, the, um, the trainers and doctors and our, and our strength staff and sports scientists so those guys know more about how to keep the body fresh and get them ready for for you know a quick turnaround and so it's nice to 
have people that actually have research and data to back it up rather than just me and other coaches guessing on it. But today, being a Tuesday, it feels like a, would it be a typical Thursday for you? Does it, does it match up quite that way? Or is it a little yeah, it's, it's a, lot, a lot of hybrid movements. I mean, we, we have to, um, we don't work on Sunday, obviously. So, you know, we're, we're start yesterday and today and get the game plan in place and then uh, try to make adjustments between um, tonight's film and, and what we're going to do tomorrow. And, and then away we go. Let's look back at what happened last week, though. And uh, I want to start with uh, a special commemoration that preceded uh, the Wyoming game, the Black 14 from 1969. It was a special week in a lot of ways, and it kind of highlighted the uh, uh, the building of bridges, let's say, over previously troubled waters. It was a nice uh, way to educate a lot of people and then honor some people as well uh, before the game on, on Saturday. Yeah, and there's just um, you know, a story of reconciliation and, and just being able to work together and work past some pain that, that people have experienced. Now uh, we can help um, lighten the burden and, and help people get better and, and uh, feel better about the, about the situation, the, the adversity they're going through. So uh, glad that we have a small part in that and glad that we were able to talk to, to Mal and John and others that, that have been involved with that and seeing the wonderful things that they're doing with Black 14 in, in partnership with the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and helping others. And that's, that's a really cool story. And it was nice to have Wyoming back on the field, quite frankly, with BYU. And uh, it's on, a, it's on a, a future schedule as well in 2024. Yeah, and, and Craig Bowles, a great coach. I mean, I, I have a really good friendship with him. And uh, I've, I've been an admirer of what he does as a coach uh, for a long time, back to his days at North Dakota State when he won national championships there. So uh, he has that team ready and playing hard. And I, I think, um, I mean, he, he's an impactful coach, but I don't think a lot of people know about him. And so the way that he, you know, he preps his team and the way they play the game, I, I really, I really enjoyed it. And I enjoy talking to him after the game, before the game, and uh, look forward to keep our communication up. Let's look back at the game itself a little bit and hit some highlights presented by Maersk, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner. BYU and Wyoming, it was a late Saturday night at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. A couple three and outs to open the game for BYU and offense, and this this, this play kind of got the Cougs going on offense, a back shoulder to Keanu Hill and part of a touchdown drive that got you on the board. Yeah, you just stick with it. I mean, you know, it's not going to be perfect all the time, but we know that uh, our guys work hard and, and uh, we stay, stay with it. It's going to be hard to keep the offense from scoring. And, uh, you know, the defense had to answer with some physical play and try to get some stops, but uh, I'd like to see both sides start faster, but uh, you have to give credit to Wyoming and, and the game plan that they had. I thought they, they prepped really well, and first half was a little bit rough, you know, trying to get things going. The first uh, half ended with that Cosper touchdown catch. BYU took a halftime lead, more scoring in the second half. Cody Epps gets free, two games, two weeks, two touchdowns. First two career scores for Cody Epps, and then Right side of the end zone again this time, the first of two for Keanu Hill. He had a big night. Yeah, penalty. That shouldn't happen. But. Celebration penalty after that one. And then this one, he had reason to celebrate this one. What a, what a play. Drags a defender into the end zone. 68-yard touchdown pass. Hall to Hill for the score, second of the night. Yeah, and the business-like walk is what I liked after, at the end of that play. <laughs> and from walking to running, Miles Davis, 70 yards down the sideline, gets caught just before making a house call, but the field goal would follow, and BYU ends up winning it by a final score of 38-24, getting a win over Wyoming, another nighttime win, and improves BYU to 3-1. and one. Here are some numbers of note. Big passing night for BYU, but then again, it was a big running night too, and uh, when BYU runs for 300-plus and passes for 150-plus, 
tough to lose games. In fact, you've never lost a game yet since you've been the head coach when you get that kind of balance, and BYU had that. And a big number, too, is you know, on the left side of the screen. It's all about points, of course, and 24, maybe more than you wanted for the yards allowed, but holding Wyoming to 278 on the night was, uh, was, was, was uh, impressive. Yeah, and I, I think we could have, there's some plays that we want to have back and uh, some missed opportunities on, on all three phases, you know, but um, I'm not happy with the penalties and some of the situations that we were in. We put our defense in some tough spots uh, with that, you know, with the celebration and then kick the ball out of bounds. And then we had a uh, late hit type of deal where the running back threw the ball, the ball off, to the yeah. quarterback and you couldn't hear a whistle. So I told the refs, you have to run in there. You can't just blow the whistle. It's, the rock's loud. Everybody's <laughs> loud. So uh, I, I thought we had a nice big play. I thought we were going for the ball. So I, I wasn't seeing. I, you can see when the refs run in, they can stop it. But I, I don't know. It, it's okay. We, we just have to keep learning getting better. And, and um, you know, next time. But it's, it, we, we told our guys, like the Oregon game, to keep playing when there was an incomplete pass, right? So we told them to keep playing. You don't know. Uh, until the whistle blows, so we had an opportunity to recover a fumble, but we didn't we didn't take advantage of it. And then in this game, uh, we batted the ball down, and it was going to be fourth and long. And, and, and instead, one of our I think it was John Nelson picks it up and didn't think it was he's out of the, there's a fumble, so he took off running. And I was just waiting for the whistle to blow. I think mm -hmm. everybody knew it was an incomplete pass except for the guys in, start, in the stripes. So. Right. Um, but <laughs> unfortunately, we had a, a penalty that gave him a first down. Yeah. So it's, just, it's just like a, a combination of things that, that uh, happened that we can control. You know? And that's, that's my job, make sure our guys play more disciplined and, and just smarter and then, and then try to uh, get the refs to blow the whistle as hard as they can and, or run in <laughs> and have a motion so we see that the play's done. Okay, let's go break out a few components of this game. And for his work against Wyoming, quarterback Jaron Hall was honored as uh, one of eight Manning Award Stars of the Week. And Jaron had an exceptional week uh, throwing the football. He seems to get, you know, it's possible, better and better every week. Yeah, and then after the game, you, you can hear him talking about the plays that he missed. That's what I love about this kid. You know, he's, he's, uh, um, just, just, uh, he's always going to try to find ways to improve and things that he could have done better. Um, but I thought he played a great game, and I thought he delivered the ball really nicely, threw some back shoulder throws, and uh, just looked like a big-time quarterback. We knew that he could do the, all this stuff, and I, I've been really pleased with the, the decisions that he's made. And you know, there's sometimes where, where you're, the, the throw isn't there, and he's going to have to throw the check down. And I'd rather he do that, and we punt the ball than, than give up a turnover. I mean, that's that's good football IQ, and that's smart football, and that's putting the team first before putting his own like desire to, to thread the needle, even though I think he can. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think he's, he's smart in the way that he approaches the game and, and the risks that he takes. I love hearing the opposing head coaches this year talk about Jaron Hall, and they like their own guys, certainly, but these coaches, you can tell when they start talking about Jaron, uh, they're, they're, they're truly impressed and think Jaron kind of stands apart from you know, a lot of college quarterbacks in terms of how he masters the entire game right now. Yeah, and, and, and I, I mentioned it in in post game, I probably mentioned it. You know, I mentioned it on on in the press conference yesterday that and I talked to the team about it. You know, if you look at what Jaron has done, um, it, it's it's not what he's doing now. It's what he did four years ago, three years ago, two years ago, and the uh, attitude and the approach that he had at coming to work and never being down, always being positive and working hard, knowing that his time would come to compete and earn a spot. And now look at what he's doing. So when you see him doing those things, he doesn't take for granted the little things 
So he doesn't take for granted the, the fans and he wants to show as much appreciation and gratitude to them. So he's going to sign autographs afterwards and try to spend time with them as much as he can. And when there's a big win that happened, he's going to think about the player that's hurting the most. And that's, that's a sign of a, of a guy that, that has his head on straight and is doing the right things. And, and then you see all these, you mentioned all the coaches that are playing against him and seeing on, on film, they recognize the, the talent that he has, but it's nice to have the total package and a guy that's humble and leading us the right way. Yeah, A-Rod on Coordinator's Corner yesterday said, uh, you know, Jaron put a lot of time in working on the deep ball in the offseason. Mm -hmm. We're seeing it. He's throwing some beautiful balls, balls that make you think about some of Zach Wilson's nicest throws when he was here, you know, hash to opposing numbers, hash to opposing pylon, and he can really make every throw. Yeah, and he's got a strong arm, and we, we already know that he can run, but it, it's being smart with his legs and creating more space for him to throw the ball. Uh, I just think he's really coming into so as, as far as being in the zone, in the zone and, mm -hmm. and that's why I spoke afterwards. I wanted, I wanted to be in a bunch of a rhythm. I mean, he played a great game, uh, and imagine if we can do a better job of putting him in a rhythm. Uh, I think it's going to be really hard to stop, and, and he's already playing at a high level. Uh, I think that, that we can do more to help him get there. Jaron got one of his weapons back on Saturday night for spot duty. Um, Puka Nakua got a few touches. Uh, then got hurt again. Um, we're going to see some of Puka in action on Saturday night uh, against Wyoming. And we still haven't seen, you know, Puka and Gunner play in the same game yet. We hope that time comes. But uh, it's good to see Puka get back in the game, get active and do a few things before he did leave. Uh, maybe you could talk about what you saw from Puka in spot duty and then uh, maybe update us on where he is right now. Well, he's always a threat. And, and you know, he can run the ball, he can catch, and he, he's a physical blocker. So it's all the, he does a lot of the little things right. and, and uh, you know, he's, he's, I think he's going to be, well, we'll see what happens this week, but it, it, it's a, it doesn't favor him that it's on a short week, but I, I think that uh, we'll see what happens when game time comes for him. Didn't look like it'll be a long-term thing though, right? I no, mean, no, I think, I think if, we'll have to see on Thursday, but if this was a Saturday game, I think he would have been fine. Okay, uh, Gunnar Romney, we keep hoping this week is the week. Is this week the week? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say anything until it happens, so yeah. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I, think, I think we're closer than we've ever been, but I think I said that last week too, so, uh, you know, eventually someone's going to make me right. <laughs> uh, Chase Roberts uh, just saw a little bit of time on Saturday, tried to keep him uh, uh, feeling good, and he'll be okay for this week, it sounds like. Yeah, I mean, these a lot of them are the game time decisions, and and um, and then it's also what what can what are we going through with the, with the wide receiver core, or group? Uh, who are we going to miss? Who's going to be playing a certain position slot X and Z? And so we feel like we have a good group already. We're not going to try to put guys in risk. So we'll see. It's just it's just everything is calculated a little bit differently when you're going on a Thursday mm -hmm. from Saturday's rest. And so we'll see how it goes. But I feel good about all the guys that, that are going to be out there playing. One of the guys I know you feel good about is uh, the guy we had a, as a guest on the show here last week, Cody Epps. And again, he saw, he saw his second touchdown catch in as many weeks. Um, five targets, four catches. Your leading receiver right now in terms of catches on the year is Cody Epps. Good for him. I hope I hope. Uh, Hope he keeps it up, you know, and we, we have a, a lot of guys that are capable and, and have tons of talent and, um, you know, I'm looking forward to it. it, it Jaron, one thing Jaron has proven is that he'll find the, the open guy and he'll get you the ball. So I like the way he's spreading the ball out. He did a great job in the, in, throughout the season giving the ball to, to the guys that, that, that are open and going through what the defense gives us. And I like the fact that so many of the guys performing right now are, they have freshmen next to their name. These are young guys you'll see for a while, hopefully. Yeah, we'll keep them here forever, so that'd be <laughs> nice. 
Uh, Miles Davis, he was the hot hand at running back on Saturday night. 131 rushing yards, including that 70-yard rush we saw. And like the wideouts, uh, the running backs are showing you good depth right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, Miles is, has, a, has a receiver background. He's a world-class sprinter. You know, he's, he's a big-time 400-meter guy. But um, we, we felt like there's things that he could do against this type of man man defense, man coverage defense, and and he could be a mismatch. And so uh, he, he can make people miss. I, I really feel confident with the guys that we have in the room. And, and uh, right now, you know, we, we put the oars all there for a reason. We need all three of those guys. And that's with, with Chris, Lopini, and Miles. A little bit of kicking video for you. Uh, Jake Oldroyd was used on your kickoffs and your PATs on Saturday night. When it was time for a field goal try, uh, Justin Smith came in. Here we see uh, Jake on the PATs. He made them all on Saturday night, but then Justin Smith got the field goal. So uh, where's the kicking game right now? And are you kind of playing it game to game, week to week? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we're, we're going through the competition. We're seeing who's going to give us the best opportunity to, to score points. And, and um, I'm leaning on Ed Lamb heavily on, on that decision and we knew going into the game that we were going to uh, use both kickers, you know, and, and I was really pleased with the stuff. I was getting fired up with the stuff that Jake was doing on kickoff and the way he was placing the ball and I just, I, I like what he was doing. So uh, it's good to have depth even at the kicker position and we'll just see what happens. I'm hoping that the competition and, and the camaraderie that they share, the competition and camaraderie will be able to get the best out of both of those guys. All right, with the win over Wyoming, BYU improves to three and one on the year. Cougs ranked 20th and 19th in the two major polls, 20th coaches, uh, 19th in, in the AP. So one third of the season is now in the books. As you turn the page of that book over to Utah State this week, there's BYU scheduled at this point, three and one. Game number five this week, Las Vegas and Notre Dame looming the following week and then the back half of the schedule you see on the right. There was some schedule news made today. Southern Illinois was added to the 2024 schedule, but Kalani doesn't talk about the future, so we'll just tell everyone else here that it happened. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm focused on two things. That's Utah State on Thursday and General Conference over the weekend. That's it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, looking forward to eating a lot of food and listening to some good, good advice and, and some good things from our leaders. But the... Um, the game's going to be fun. I, I mentioned before that, uh, you know, against Wyoming and, and even against Oregon, we have to get used to being hunted if there was the program that we want to be. And this is another chance for us to, to do it again. I, I know Utah State's going to be coming after us. And uh, there's some things that we th I wish we would have done differently and better in the Wyoming game. This is another opportunity for us to improve on that, play a lot cleaner. And, uh, you know, we're, we're excited about this game. And I hope – I. Like I said before, Utah State's going to give us their best. I, I'm, I, it's time that we do our best this, this Thursday night. We'll talk about the Aggies in our next segment as we head to break. This reminder for your day-to-day -day Cougar sports play-by-play. -play, watch BYU Sports Nation with Jerem Jordan and Spencer Linton. Weekdays noon Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. When we come back, wide receiver Keanu Hill takes us inside the film room. And later, a deep blue profile on Jan Jorgensen. Stay with us. Utahns love staying active, and Intermountain Healthcare is here to help keep it that way. Because maybe you can't lift 500-pound plates like a lineman, but you might have what it takes to scale Olympus. Maybe you got three-foot range instead of three-point, but you can handle three feet of powder. It's a way of life. And if there's ever a setback, we're here to get the Cougs and you back out there. Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU athletics. Learn more at intermountainsportsmed.org. 
I'm unique, and so are my financial needs. That's why when Zions Bank says they're dedicated to valuing you, supporting you, serving you, understanding you, protecting you, what they're really saying is they're dedicated to providing me with tools and services designed to meet my unique financial needs, no matter what stage of life I find myself in. It's just one of the many ways Zions Bank is for you and for me. A division of Zions Bank Corporation, N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender, and MLS number 467014. Home is where you get to do your thing. Peaceful backyard yoga, suspenseful tabletop campaigns, the highs and lows of playoff season, or simply your favorite meals with your favorite people. Whatever your thing is, we can all agree that spider webs, ant trails, mosquito bites, or rodents can really mess up those great moments. With premium pest control from Sela, you can care for your home and protect your moments. Because whatever your thing is, it's better without bugs. Visit SalaPest.com to start your service today. That's S-A-E-L-A Pest.com. Do you know what's great about being a Smith's Boost member? Well, for starters, free delivery on orders of $35 or more. Yep, you'll get free delivery on all the Smith's products you love. And as a Boost member, you'll get more rewards too, like double fuel points on everything you buy. Experience a new level of membership starting as low as $59 a year with Boost by Smith's Rewards. Sign up today at smithsfoodanddrug.com. Restrictions may apply. Smith's, fresh for everyone. BYU Football with Kalani Sitake is presented by Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU Athletics. Smith's, fresh for everyone. Brady Industries, honestly better. And by Maersk, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner. Studio C at BYUB in Provo for more BYU football with Kalani Sitake. BYU on a short week this week home to Utah State. Cougs playing for their third straight win over their rivals to the north. BYU also playing for a 13th consecutive night win and a 14th straight win at night at home. All right, this past Saturday night in its win over Wyoming, Keanu Hill recorded, his, uh, recorded the third highest receiving yardage tally of the Kalani Sitake era. 160 yards on five catches, including two touchdown grabs. He's averaging better than 20 yards per reception on 14 catches this season. And in tonight's Film Room segment, Keanu converses with Jerem Jordan about his big night in the Cougs weekend win. Five catches, 160, two touchdowns. Have you been waiting for a game like this? I mean, you could say that it's just, just been really just waiting when the ball comes to me to make a play. You know, we always, in our in our receiver room, we always say playmakers every time we lead the room. So, you know, it's got to go and then be a playmaker and go make plays. Okay, let's talk about the first play is drive three. Offense is stalled the first two drives. Yes, sir. First and 10, 47 yards to you. Mm -hmm. What'd you see here? So here, I know I had a go ball on the outside. And so I looked and I saw I had man. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm looking at my chops. He's not, he's not even that bigger than me or anything. So like, all I knew was like, I just had to win my one-on-one -on -one matchup and Jan just pick his points and he could have picked, he could have picked Cosper at the top or anybody. He just came to me and, you know, gave me a little back shoulder and just got to go make a play. Talk to me about the yards after the catch. Oh, uh, yards after the catch. I think my mind was racing after the ball, man. After I made one miss and then made another one miss, I was like, oh yeah, I might go score. And then I looked behind me and I saw two more people coming. I was like, I just, just got to cover up, get two hands on the ball. <laughs> and then afterwards, just, you know, get, get up, celebrate, celebrate first down and on to the next play. All right. Third and eight, need to make a play, backed mm -hmm. up here. 
down in the second quarter, you go for 23. Okay, so, so here, I kind of convert it because usually when we see two, we got to convert it and like kind of like sit in that little window. So I didn't think Jan was going to throw the, 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 the whole shot for a minute. He looked at me and came back to me. I was like, oh yeah, I got to go get this. How about that throw? Oh, crazy though, crazy though. Like I said in, in, in my interview, man, this Jaren's so talented. He, if he wants to run, he's gonna run. If he wants to make a whole side, he'll make that whole side. If he wants to get a two ball, anything, he can make any throw on the field, I feel like. Okay, to the third quarter we go. The first of your two touchdowns from right. nine yards out. Yeah, so here, we got me and Kaz just going in some cross routes, trying to like confuse our mans, because we knew they were going to go straight man. So we just had to get into the crowd, you know, try to lose our mans and stuff. And my man got chipped and tripped and you know, Jaren put the ball right on me, scoring. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> when you see, oh, okay, man. was that predetermined that you were going to do the grid? No. Okay. Not at all. In the Not moment you're feeling it, mm -hmm. you do it. It's it's executed as well as this play is, <laughs> and then you see that flag go up. At what point are you like, oh? Someone's gonna say something. Oh, uh, at that point, I already, I already knew. Like, I was like, as soon as I saw the flag, I, was like, I already knew Fancy Kalani gonna get on me. But at the same time, man, I just wanna have fun. You know, sure. football's supposed to all be about yes. having fun and stuff, man. So I was just out there just having fun, you know. There you go. Okay, one say. touchdown would have been nice for number one, but oh. guess what? Hey, man, how did come, come, come up? For, how did come for Play number, of the game to me is this it's an incredible throw, and then for 20 yards, you're dragging this guy in. So right here, you're excited? Oh, well, I was looking at my chops, I was talking to him, I was, I was like, bro, you better be ready. But here, like I said, we checked it, had had, had cover one over, all over the board, and down had to bottom, just had to beat my man, man. And I knew he was smaller than me, too, so I know if I got, my, got into him a little bit more, he was gonna get uncomfortable, so. So at what point when that ball's in the air, are you like, this is, this is gonna be tough? Um, every time the ball comes, man, I expect to touch that. Every time? Every time I get the ball, I always, I always, I always try to go for six, man. Always. And then, Talk to me about, he's trying to strip it the whole time instead of tackling it. Here he tried to tackle me, like I think for like the first five or 10 yards he tried to tackle me and I see he couldn't bring me down so he just tried to go for the ball at the last <laughs> 10 yards. <laughs> oh man, when I felt him on my back, man, I was like, nah, I gotta, I gotta take you all the way. I gotta take you all the way. Ain't no way you bringing me down. And no gritty here. No, I couldn't because after, <laughs> Not after that. After, all the coach, yeah, after the coaches got on me for that, I was like, yeah, I'll just go back and just, you know, Keep it casual, go celebrate with my teammates. Okay, Utah State this week. Yes. Short week, Utah State certainly struggled this, this year. Doesn't look like mm -hmm. the same Utah State, but rivalry game, short week, what are your thoughts? Prepare like how we always prepare. I feel like every game day, we, I mean, every every week we come into, we always prepare to, to win. So, Wyoming, them boys are playing tough, hard, and physical. I and mean, now nah, we expect the same for Utah State. You know, we're not gonna take them any lightly how we took, like, how we took these boys. So I think, for sure, just coming in, focused, focusing up, and just, uh, focusing on our uh, fundamentals. Okay. We're gonna be prepared. Good luck Thursday. Appreciate Thanks it. For the appreciate time. it. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Woo! Haha. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit of personality coming through. Yeah, well, we're, we're working on the humility a little bit. Right? <laughs> right, he, he's, he's, we want him to be comfortable in himself. And, and, you know, we, we want the, the guys, the personalities to come out. Just don't get penalties, you know. So, but we talk about our, our, our culture of love and learn, and, and he, we have to show him some love because he's got to learn that he can't do the the celebration penalties. It puts us in a bad spot, but uh, he learned and, and and corrected it the next time he scored. So, I imagine he's going to be in the end zone quite a bit in his career. And so we just need to make sure that he handles it the right way and is a professional. And then when he gets to the next level, he can do whatever he wants. Obviously, Jamal Williams is doing whatever he yeah. wants to. So.
He sees a flag occasionally, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, six career touchdowns now for Keanu Hill, and he's one of your young guns in the wide receiver room. As we talked about earlier, some great young depth and talent in that room. Yeah, I just really like that room, and I think Fessy's doing an amazing job with, with those guys, and they just have this belief and this love for each other. I mean, the entire team, you can, you can feel it, but uh, all the position groups are really, really tight, and they, they celebrate for each other, and uh, that, that's some, something special, and that's something that, that comes from their position coach and, and from the coordinator. BYU's thrown the ball over 140 times this year, and I think uh, two official drops right now is all. It's a really good ratio for the wide receivers. All right, in 48 hours, a BYU will be on the field down the street at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. It's a Thursday night showdown between the 3-1 and Cougars and the 1-3 and Aggies. BYU playing only its third Thursday night game of the Kalani Sitake era, as we mentioned earlier. Cougars looking for their first Thursday night win. Uh, Ags slumping a little bit. They've lost three in a row, uh, but uh, always get up for BYU. These are never games that have a lot to do with how the team's playing coming and it's about that night and you know what you'll get from Utah State. Yeah, and that's, like I said, they have a good coaching staff and I know their coaches, they do a great job and, and these guys, they won a conference championship last year too, so they're used to success and obviously they've had a few bumps in the road right now, but um, you know, you heard it from, from Keanu, we don't, we're not gonna take anyone lightly. Uh, I think there's a combination of things. We, we, there's things that we need to improve on and get better and that we want to execute on Thursday. And then, uh, we, you know, we have to play our brand of football. And so this is this is an opportunity for us, a quick turnaround. The guys are really excited for it. And they, they played a game on Saturday too and have, have they need to get the quick turnaround, be used to that as well. So uh, I think it's going to be the only game on TV so everybody can watch us. BYU's won back-to-back -back games over the Aggies. Both actually occurred in Logan because of the COVID break in uh, in 2020. You see Utah State's points numbers down, and it's down in part because they're giving up a lot of possessions on turnovers. They have 12 giveaways in the first four games, including 10 in the last two games. That's not been a problem for you. You've only given the ball away once in four games, and that's allowing you to finish drives with scores. Yeah, and you know every game is different, and I know that uh, they obviously see the film, and they, they played Alabama, you know, in and Weaver State, who's an FCS powerhouse, and that's Jay Hill's done a great job there. He's a good friend of mine, you know. But the, um, you know, they're they're going to be excited for this game. Like I said, we're, we need to be used to getting hunted and 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 find a way to respond back the way we should. And I don't know if we did that well enough on Saturday, and hopefully we get it done on Thursday. It does wrap up BYU's two-game homestand, and we'll have comprehensive coverage for you on BYU TV and BYU Radio on Thursday night. Let's take a look at the game day schedule for you. BYU Sports Nation game day and Cougar pregame live, both getting underway from Cougar Canyon at 6 o'clock Eastern time, 4 o'clock here in the Mountain Time Zone. You can hear the game on BYU Radio with Riley Nelson, Mitchell Jurgens, and me. And then you can watch the game on ESPN. Some people like to turn down the sound, sync up. Go ahead and do that. ESPN at 8 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Mountain. And then for both BYU TV and BYU Radio, plenty of post-game coverage taking you into the late night hours. And on Monday, you can join Aaron Roderick and Coach Ed Lamb as they join me over at Studio B in the Coordinator's Corner. And watch for that every Monday at 2 o'clock Eastern, noon Mountain Time. Moving to Tuesday before this show, you can enjoy After Further Review with Dave and David and Blaine. That's AFR Tuesdays, 7 Eastern, 5 Mountain on BYU TV. You can also hear the audio via the BYU radio app. Coming up, this week's Deep Blue profile of the Janimal, Jan Jorgensen. That's straight ahead. Stay with us. More BYU football with Kalani Sitake continues after this.
From business matters to family matters, from legal advice to litigation, Fillmore Spencer is your full-service law firm headquartered just a mile north of LaBelle Edwards Stadium on University Avenue with branch offices in Salt Lake and St. George. Top-rated lawyers consistently voted Utah Valley's favorite law firm. With its broad legal expertise, Fillmore Spencer can play offense or defense and even provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer, solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. Listen up, Cougar fans. Now is your chance to get a $100 bonus from Mountain America Credit Union. Simply open a new MyStyle checking account and sign up for e-statements and direct deposit. It's your ticket to amazing rewards, loan discounts, and a $100 bonus. Open your MyStyle checking account at any Mountain America branch or macu.com slash BYU100. Account must remain open for at least six months or bonus will be debited at closing. Membership required based on eligibility. Some restrictions apply. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Okay, that's good. Whoa, whoa, Dave! Sorry, I'll go grab some paper towels. You can't let Dave pour things. He works at JCW's. They fill stuff up past the brim over there, like their milkshakes. They're thick, rich, and oh my gosh. Delicious. Oh no, Dave's filling up Crystal's car for her. Dave, stop! Hey, this is Clark for JCW. Stop into any of our five locations today. We're located in American Fork, Thanksgiving Point, Provo, South Jordan, and our new location in Harriman. Come in and see why at JCW's we believe in quality and a lot of it. At Siegfried and Jensen, when we say we're here for you, it's not just a slogan. We live it. Every second of every day, 365 days a year. Because our roots are here, our attorneys live here, and so do our staff. We love our great state, and we love taking care of the legal needs of our neighbors. We know Utah, and we'd like to know you. At Siegfried and Jensen, we're here for you. Call us today. Welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Sitake, presented by Intermountain Healthcare. Well, this past year has been an extremely challenging one for a former BYU defensive lineman and career sacks leader, Jan Jorgensen, who's had to line up against adversity in his return to BYU and to the Octagon. Here now, our latest Deep Blue featuring Jan Jorgensen and brought to you by Brady Industries. Honestly, better. I do know Janimal. The Janimal? <laughs> You go out on the field, you go out on the wrestling match, he'd kill you. He's kind of a jerk on the field. Yeah, Janimal, I love Jan. The way he was on the field and off the field, I would never have guessed that they were the same people. I wanted to be somewhere where my family could come to as many games as they wanted to come to. And I remember sitting down and I narrowed down to three different schools and I made a list of pros and cons of each place. And the only thing I could write down as a con for BYU was that I just had a personal dislike for BYU. And I looked at it and I said, well, that shouldn't be enough to keep me from going there. And so I decided to go to BYU. I played against BYU. I coached against BYU. I recruited against BYU. This home was not a BYU home. It was. BYU was kind of a dirty word. And we sat at that first game at Cougar Stadium and looked at each other and said, I can't believe we are sitting here in Cougar Stadium cheering for BYU. No running room for Marcus Brock. He got hammered. It's Jorgensen again. And like most, football ended for me before I wanted it to. So I was kind of just like, holy crap, what do I do with myself? Knew I wanted to coach. Wasn't sure 
So I wanted to jump into college coaching or whatever. I didn't know I was gonna have to make any decisions like that. But it got to the point where I knew I had to choose between the two dreams. Keep fighting and get to the UFC and try to make my career there or leave that and start my coaching career. And just seeing the struggles that my friends had after leaving that, I didn't want to do that to my future family and put them at that situation. So I decided to, to start coaching college football. He moved away to go, he got into coaching, right? He, he coached at Helper High School, his old high school. Uh, he was the defensive coordinator at a small JUCO down in Orange County. And then obviously got the job at Snow College as well. And that's all after being a GA at, at BYU. This last year, probably calendar year starting from about now, has easily been the most difficult year of my life. Having a loss in our family and it was just a very, very hard time. That was incredibly difficult. And on top of that, there were other things happening that made this year a very, very tough year. I was just kind of going through the, through the motions. Um, I love snow, but I was just surviving every day. I wasn't... I wasn't doing my job with the passion and the love and the that I normally do it with. And I needed a change of scenery. I needed something to happen. And so I'm very grateful for the opportunity that E and Kalani have given me to come back. Cause that passion is back. And the coach that I am and the coach that I want to be, I'm back. And so it's been a big blessing. It was a long road for him to get back, uh, to be part of this staff. And I've seen kind of him go through a lot in the time between when he left his position as a GA to when he got hired back as an analyst. And given the the last year and a half of what Jan has had to go through, which no one should ever have to. It was really profound for me to see that good thing happen for him. And not just a good thing happen for him, but this good thing happened for him. So after going through that event and losing my son, there was a lot of emotions inside of me. And I needed to find a way to get him out and so I decided I was gonna take a fight. And training gave that to me. Jan's had events in his life that would cause anybody to have a dark side and having to deal with some of the things that he's had to go through over the past few years. And so that escape with mixed martial arts and doing that in a controlled manner is very healthy for him. I think it's healthy for anybody to do that type of stuff in a controlled manner, but especially for him. Besides his job and all that stuff, he's a good father. We're proud of him. We're, we're very proud of, of what he's done and what he's accomplished. And more to the point that he's a nice person and a good person. 
Jan is one of my heroes, and, and he always has been. I've loved seeing him grow and his example and his desire to take the stage that he's been given and help others. And I want BYU fans to know how special this guy is and how lucky you are to have him back as part of Cougar Nation. As much as I like to tease and mock Cougar Nation, it is the best place for him to be. And he is one of your best. So take care of him. How is it to have, uh, have Jan back with the program? Yeah, that's, that's my guy. So I, I didn't get to um, coach him, but he GA'd for us. And uh, I mean, love him you know and, and and he's this this program need needed him just as much as he he needed us and need to be here so it, it it's uh he's brilliant he has such a understanding of football and his uh the upbringing that he has and he brings us this uniqueness to coaching and teaching that uh he it's good to have him back home and and uh i want him to know how much we we need him and how much we've been missing him and so it's good to have jan and his family back with our with our with our group What's Jan's role uh, for you guys? Yeah, he works as, as an analyst, and he primarily with the, with the defensive front. Uh, he, he was a great player and had um, just made so many plays. He had such great production. Um, but I think more than anything, he's he's a great mentor to our players. And, and you've heard in the video how he, he loves serving others and, and helping people. And uh, our, our team is better. But he does that for me, too. You know, there's moments that we have I mean he's always looking out for others and checking in on everybody and uh, it, it's just nice to have someone that, that's always looking to help people and he it's it fits right along with what we're trying to do in the mission with our school and our church and our and our and our team so good to have him back here all right time for our special guest tonight he was once a member of the Utah State Aggies 2015 recruiting class but decided to come to BYU after serving a two-year church mission now in his fifth year with the Cougs and a starter on the offensive line, please join me in welcoming into Studio C, Harris Lachance. All right. It'll hold you. Yeah. <laughs> That's always the question every lineman has when they like, all right, is this going to work? It always, it always works. <laughs> Kyrus Tonga kind of set the bar for us, he didn't did, he? Yeah. Back in he, the day. If he can sit on it, then yeah. anybody can survive it. Yeah. We never tried Big Mo, though. That was <laughs> That's a, a good point. Yeah. Well, you know, between um, church missions and COVID, eligibility gets kind of funky these days for people. But this is a fact. <clears throat> Eight years ago, you were a senior at Harriman High School playing football, right? Yeah. <laughs> so eight yeah. years ago, you're ready to decide where to go to college. And a few months later, you are literally part of the 2015 Utah State signing class. Is that accurate? Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, that's wow. true. Okay. So then, uh, so you sign in, you, you play in 2014 for Harriman, your last year. You sign in 2015. You go on a mission. It takes you out of the 15 to 17 seasons. And then uh, what went through your mind at that point that got you here? Yeah. So, um, Loved Utah State when I first signed there. Uh, I played DeAnd in high school, and uh, they told me all these cool things, like I was going to start as a freshman and be an awesome DeAnd there. I was super excited, and I was like, sure, I'll sign there. And I went on my mission, and uh, about a year in, I was like, all I was hearing about was just BYU. And it was I was I was serving in Kentucky at the time, and um, nobody knows BYU over there. But I remember like 
certain instances where I would be walking in uh, just in my missionary clothes and somebody would yell, Brigham Young. And uh, I'd be like, oh, yeah, but I'm like going to go to Utah State. Though, right? <laughs> um, so, so that was kind of an influence. Um, but then it kept dawning on me. I kept thinking, man, like if I want to go play somewhere and, and be a real example and, and, you know, grow to my fullest potential, I want to go to BYU or nothing. Uh, so immediately I knew, like, when I came home, I'm going to go to BYU. I was, I was just had my mindset, and uh, I was going to make that happen no matter what. And I'm grateful that it did. I've been very blessed. Kalani began, became the head coach while you were on your mission, right? So yeah. when did you first, uh, what was your first impressions and the whole thing? Both, both of you. Kalani, how about, when did you first? I recruited him in high school, yeah. a different school. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and uh, I liked him at D-line, but I always thought that he can be really big and, and um, when he expressed interest to come to BYU, you're like, yeah, we'll take him. But he didn't look like this. He was really skinny. Yes, I was, <laughs> I was then, super skinny. Yeah, so Ed Lamb and I were talking to him like, well, you know, maybe you can come run some drills for us. So he did it. He put pads on and ran around for us in the summer. And then yeah, we, I came home two weeks later. Yeah. I'm in pads. I came to this camp <laughs> and I'm like, I, oh, I came off my mission. I weighed like yeah. 230 pounds. I think. And then we asked him if he can gain uh, 70 pounds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he was like, oh, all right, I guess I'll give it a shot. Yeah. But we, we just had this vision of him being really good at O-line and, and playing tackle and guard. And I mean, he's, he's so athletic, but uh, you know, we, we had to, it didn't take much convincing because that's where he wanted to be. And you know, he, he, he he can make big look nice too, so there, there we go. But he's such a great athlete. I just—he just always stuck with me when I was recruiting him. I remember him playing. Is he, I was recruiting other kids, but I watched him as an underclassman when he was a sophomore and a junior, and I was really impressed with his leadership and the way that he played the game. I just had so much fun, and I'm like, man, I, I was just drawn to him. And so I remembered the name, and when he came over and wanted to be there, I was like, dude, this is our kind of guy. And so it, it, it just works out the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, you started playing for BYU in 2018, then, right? Mm -hmm. And there was some patience involved, right? Yeah. Because uh, you know you weren't getting you know uh, maybe starters time until probably last year, and then you got hurt. Uh, how was it to kind of bide your time, grow as a person and a player, and be ready for your moment? Uh, yeah, it's um, it's been a long road here at BYU for me. Um, a lot of character building, a lot of learning. When I came to BYU, uh, like I said, I, I knew nothing about playing O line, and uh, I had to learn a lot and. Uh, Coach Grimes and Coach Pugh and Coach Mateos, those guys really taught me so much because those were the beginning years of, of me learning offensive line and how to tell what defense they're in and uh, how to adjust in the different plays and things like that was was really hard for me to learn at first. And so it took some, some learning and some growing and I had to get bigger, had to get stronger. Um, but by the way, how do you go about gaining 70 pounds, by the way? Just when they, huh? So actually, I wanted to say that, yeah, when I first, <laughs> after I, after I like committed here, I, they gave me this huge, like, you know, those Home Depot buckets with the handles, yeah. just full, just full of protein powder. <laughs> and I ate that whole thing. Like, I remember scooping the last scoop out of the bottom I was like, wow, I've actually gone through that whole bucket. Man. <laughs> I cannot believe that. So it was on your bucket list. Yeah, it was on my bucket <laughs> list. And check that off. Yeah. 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 Now, he did it. Clearly. Yeah. And then, he uh, had the frame for it, guys. Look at it. I mean, yeah, I had a good we, frame. Yeah. I, I've always heard that, but I was like, didn't know if I believed him. And now I'm like, okay, yeah, I believe him now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I did it. Not, unwillingly, I gained the weight. <laughs> but, uh, 
I'm just trying to get everybody to join the party with me. There you go. Yeah. You were, you were a tackle once you started seeing major reps, and then uh, this year you're a guard. So there's been that as well. You learn how to play offensive line, you're a tackle, and then you have to learn to be a guard. It's a little bit different deal, right? A little bit different, um, but fun, man. Like I said, I learned, and through that process, I think, of, of growing and uh, becoming a better person on and off the field, I think uh, it's really helped me to just learn how to have fun and to not take things super seriously sometimes and uh, kind of relax, man, and enjoy the moment, you know, and, and live in the moment. And uh, that's why I think I've been doing a, a tackle and a guard. I'm just mm -hmm. like, let's go out there and have fun, man. Kick some butt. Technically, technically you're a fifth-year junior, but you're planning on this kind of being the swan song for you, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I am, yeah. yeah. I'll tell everybody I'm a senior, so. <laughs> you're old you, enough you to need do, to so. explain who, who the best part of BYU for you, though, is right there. Right, you want to introduce? Oh me? yes, yeah. Um, should I have him come down or? Well, the cameras can pan to him. Okay, right? yeah, yeah. There's my wife Grace. I met her at BYU, and my son Harvey. He's eight months old. Yeah. yeah. His name Harvey. His name's Harvey. Yeah. Does Harvey Yunga think that he had anything to do with that? I like, think, in terms of. I think that he did. Yeah. Grace, <laughs> Grace really liked that name, and I was like, I don't really know a lot of people named Harvey, but. I love Harvey Younger. Like, and one, yeah, one game when we played in that bowl game that against uh, UCF, we didn't have any of our coaches because they were our old line coaches because they were like sick with COVID. Yeah. And Harvey coached us, and and that was so fun, man. I really got to know Harvey, and I love the name Harvey. So uh, he's he's awesome. He's my son. Love I it. love him and so much. And he was born in February, right? Yeah. That's awesome. He's already committed. Oh, January 27th. He's already committed. He's already committed. Yeah, to yeah us. he's already yeah. committed. Yeah. January 27th. <laughs> January. So the end of January. Then. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right yeah. on. Fantastic. So yeah, almost literally like uh, eight months, right? No, today. Yes. It was uh, today. What was today? The twenty seventh. I don't know, but you, you should. Is ask, eight months old ask today. The boss over there. Yeah. Is eight months birthday? Is eight months birthday go. today? Yeah, it's eight yeah months. there you go. That's eight fantastic. Months. Right. Go. Okay, Marvin. All right. Look at that kid. He's like, what is he? <laughs> yeah. Okay, we got Q and A coming up next. Stick with us. Will you stick around for that? Sure. Don't go Sounds anywhere. good. Please don't go anywhere. All right, coming up, we have social media questions for Coach Kalani and Harris Lachance as BYU football with Kalani Sitake continues. Stick with us. You named your son Steve, Jimmer, and Lavelle. 1984 is a place of joy to you, not a dystopian book. Your blood runs blue, despite what science says. You're BYU, and we get you, because we give it our all to ensure the Cougs can too, be it injury prevention, rehabilitation, or orthopedic surgery. And we do the same for you. Intermountain Utah Valley Hospital, official medical provider for BYU athletics. Learn more at intermountainsportsmed.org. Looking for an alternative investment opportunity that keeps you above the stock market fray? You just found it. With no investor capital lost in over a decade, All Pro Capital offers dependable returns in real estate construction. Now's the time to tap into the opportunities of real estate investing without the hassle. Create stable, dependable wealth with All Pro Capital. Visit us at allprocapital.com for more information. That's allprocapital.com. When you think of BYU, you probably don't think about high school. But now BYU offers a full-time high school education to students, and it's called BYU Online High School. Flexible enrollment options are available for a variety of learners. BYU Online High School, bringing education home. 
Home is where you get to do your thing. Peaceful backyard yoga, suspenseful tabletop campaigns, the highs and lows of playoff season, or simply your favorite meals with your favorite people. Whatever your thing is, we can all agree that spider webs, ant trails, mosquito bites, or rodents can really mess up those great moments. With premium pest control from Sela, you can care for your home and protect your moments. Because whatever your thing is, it's better without bugs. Visit SalaPest.com to start your service today. That's S-A-E-L-A-Pest.com. BYU Football with Kalani Sitake is presented by Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU Athletics. Breeze, the official hometown airline of BYU Athletics. And by Smarty, location data experts. All right. Wait, when you dance in the pregame, there are no flags. Uh, let's go to the Q&A portion of our show tonight. Uh, this is for Harris from at Kalani Shades. Uh, Harris, which part of playing O-line do you enjoy most? Um, like, which part of playing O-line? Like, like playing guard or tackle? or No, what part of playing O-line do you like most? Oh, What's the best um, thing about being an O-lineman? Uh, pancake blocks? Yeah, knocking people go. down. Knocking people down? That's what I would say. That yeah. works. Uh, second question is for Kalani, I guess. How does preparation change on a short week like this one? Yeah, you just have to speed it up and, and make adjustments. I mean, you, you, you kind of have to draw on, on the things that you did all camp because we, we knew that this would be a short week, but um, really, really just going with what you have already and then having the plan set by Monday is, is the key. Uh, another question for uh, Harris, this one here. Maybe you have some way to answer to this. Uh, which ice cream is better, Aggie ice cream or BYU Creamery ice cream? Oh, definitely Creamery. Definitely BYU Creamery. Have you had the chocolate milk? That's my favorite thing. Oh, uh, at BYU Creamery. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. that's my Don't favorite. Don't forget about Satake Road. Oh, yeah, that's cream. good too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm more of a Grand Canyon type of guy. Yeah. Okay. I'll get that every time. That's good, so. too. Yeah. Uh, by the way, sorry, for everybody, <laughs> for I guess you guys, too, and everyone here in Studio C tonight, courtesy of BYU Dining Services, we have BYU Creamery ice cream in the lobby for after the show tonight. Let's for everybody go. Here. Right. Let's go. Yeah. And maybe your flavor is out there, too. It would be appropriate if your flavor is out there. We hope so. I, I haven't met a flavor I didn't like. So. <laughs> As we go to break, uh, here's this week's trivia question presented by Breeze, the official hometown airline of BYU Athletics in partnership with the San Bernardino International Airport. Question, BYU's single-game record for passing yardage was set in a game against Utah State. Back in 1993, who set the record and with how many passing yards? The answer is coming up next. Stay with us. Okay, that's good. Whoa, whoa, Dave. Sorry, I'll go grab some paper towels. You can't let Dave pour things. He works at JCW's. They fill stuff up past the brim over there, like their milkshakes. They're thick, rich, and oh my gosh. Delicious. Oh no. Dave's filling up Crystal's car for her. Dave, stop. Hey, this is Clark for JCW. Stop into any of our five locations today. We're located in American Fork, Thanksgiving Point, Provo, South Jordan, and our new location in Harriman. Come in and see why at JCW's we believe in quality and a lot of it. Utah is a special place. Our communities, the people, the history. There is no place quite like Utah. At Siegfried and Jensen, we're honored to say that we are from Utah. We live here, work here, and when someone is injured, we're proud to say we've helped a neighbor when they've needed it most. We know Utah. At Siegfried and Jensen, we're here for you. Call us today. 
Listen up, Cougar fans. Now is your chance to get a $100 bonus from Mountain America Credit Union. Simply open a new MyStyle checking account and sign up for e-statements and direct deposit. It's your ticket to amazing rewards, loan discounts, and a $100 bonus. Open your MyStyle checking account at any Mountain America branch or macu.com slash BYU100. Account must remain open for at least six months or bonus will be debited at closing. Membership required based on eligibility. Some restrictions apply. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. From business matters to family matters, from legal advice to litigation, Fillmore Spencer is your full-service law firm headquartered just a mile north of LaBelle Edwards Stadium on University Avenue with branch offices in Salt Lake and St. George. Top-rated lawyers consistently voted Utah Valley's favorite law firm. With its broad legal expertise, Fillmore Spencer can play offense or defense and even provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer, solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. Welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Sitake. Tonight's trivia question presented by Breeze, the official hometown airline of BYU Athletics in association and partnership with the San Bernardino International Airport. Question, BYU's single game record for passing yardage was set in the game against Utah State back in 1993. Who set the record and with how many yards? Kalani knew that the answer was John Walsh. 619 passing yards. And Utah State did win that one by two on a wild day, 58 to 56. What? <laughs> yeah, I was there for That's that one. That's crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. Absolutely. Defense didn't exist. Yeah. Right then. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. season on the Sitake Show, we close every show now with a sneak peek of this upcoming weekend's uniform combination live in studio. And our own Travis Hodson will bring out tonight's uniform combo for BYU and Utah State. Where's Travis? Where's Travis? Here comes Travis. Here we go. Yeah. my favorite part of the show now. <laughs> now that you've added the ref. <laughs> we're not going to give any publicity for the ref and give his name, shout out his name. or Brett Hammer. Okay. He's also interning for me right now. There so uh, there we go. <laughs> right. yeah, it was Brett Hammer time tonight. And uh, by the way, this is what they call the, the Royal Lightning Helmet, new helmet this year with the Royal Face Mask. It's a new addition, so it's paired with yeah. the Royal Tops and the White Bottoms. First time this exact combo has been worn. We did have Royal Royal White for the Virginia win last year, but it was a different uh, helmet and different face mask. So mm. this is the first time this actual uniform uh, gets worn tonight. Thanks to the BYU Uniform Tracker at BYU Tracker on Twitter for all of that. And that will do it. Harris, Kalani, thank you. Let's go. Thank Beat the Aggies and go Cougs for Hema. And everyone else, I'm Greg. Have a great week. See ya. You named your son Steve, Jimmer, and Lavelle. 1984 is a place of joy to you, not a dystopian book. Your blood runs blue despite what science says. You're BYU, and we get you. Because we give it our all to ensure the Cougs can too, be it injury prevention, rehabilitation, or orthopedic surgery. And we do the same for you. Intermountain Utah Valley Hospital, official medical provider for BYU Athletics. Learn more at intermountainsportsmed.org. Do you know what's great about being a Smith's Boost member? Well, for starters, free delivery on orders of $35 or more. Yep. 
you'll get free delivery on all the Smith's products you love. And as a Boost member, you'll get more rewards too, like double fuel points on everything you buy. Experience a new level of membership starting as low as $59 a year with Boost by Smith's Rewards. Sign up today at smithsfoodanddrug.com. Restrictions may apply. Smith's, fresh for everyone. You're unique, and so are your financial needs. That's why, at Zions Bank, we're dedicated to supporting you, serving you, equipping you, educating you, inspiring you, cheering you, and providing you with tools and services designed to meet you where you are, no matter where you find yourself. It's just one of the many ways Zions Bank is for you. A division of Zions Bank Corporation, NA member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 467014. When you think of BYU, you probably don't think about high school. But now BYU offers a full-time high school education to students, and it's called BYU Online High School. Flexible enrollment options are available for a variety of learners. BYU Online High School, bringing education home.